What's up, Dunwoody? Today's show is a little bit different. We recorded it back around August, and I finally got around to working on it. I've been kind of putting it off because I knew it was going to take a lot of editing. We used four microphones to record seven different voices. We were sitting outside with music playing in the background. One of our buddies drove up next to the curb and yelled at us while we were recording, but I think the final product ended up turning out all right. Porter Brew & Q Brewery opened back around February or March of this year. It was, and it still is, Dunwoody's only brewery. They are located in the village, a few shops down from our favorite sponsor, Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. We met up with Brett after work one afternoon to do a little bit of bourbon tasting at Porter. We were joined by the owners, Alan and Wynn Porter, and they brought along a couple of their distributor reps who really know their bourbon. If you could appreciate a good bourbon, go by there and check out their selection. If you're new to the show, my name is Matt Weber. I'm a local realtor. I started What's Up Dunwoody a few years back to learn more about the city that I serve. For a while, it was just me reposting articles and starting local Facebook groups. Then my brother-in-law, Justin Dyke, joined me February of last year, and we started recording this podcast. Justin is the founder of PoolDudes.com. He runs our website, writes most of the posts. He does videos, handles sponsorships. He does all of the event planning. Um, We do have our biggest event coming up in about a week. We've rented out the theater at the Spring Cinema and Tap House for opening night of the new Rise of Skywalker. That's going to be an epic event for us as Star Wars fans, and we can't wait to share it with our friends and followers. We've given away tickets to listeners, sponsors, and people who engage with us a lot on Facebook. Some of the folks that have kind of supported us along the way um, from the very beginning, and it's going to be just amazing. Now, here's seven dudes sitting around two small tables covered in podcasting equipment and tasting some rare bourbon. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Okay, we're here with Wynn Porter and Alan Porter, owners of Porter Brew and Q. Did I get that right? Yeah, it's actually Porter Brew and Q Brewery. You left out the most important part. Oh, yeah. Porter Everybody Bre- knew what you were talking about, though. <laughs> yeah, you just say Porter now. People know it. Synonymous yeah. with the one and only brewery here in Dunleavy, Georgia. It was a big deal when you guys opened. What was it like six months ago now? Yeah, the uh, the city was really excited about it. They They sure didn't know quite what to do with it and they're still trying to figure it out okay how do how do we tax these guys how do we monitor these guys so it's kind of been a learning experience for both of us but it's it's been a great relationship those guys over there have been uh, great supporters do they treat you like a speakeasy like you're doing you're like you're uh bootlegging moonshining over here yeah <laughs> i wouldn't say that uh you know we're we're, we're a full-fledged true brewery that is uh I think Alan has said in the past, this is really our third brewery that brewery that we've done, and we've done the other two in one of my affiliated restaurants. The first one that kind of Alan oversaw, which was Stats, and it's a bit much bigger brewery. In fact, we supply uh, beer to all of our hotels as well as our other restaurants downtown through that brewery. And then um, Alan can tell you a little bit about uh, his pizza place that is really the uh, blueprint for this place as far as the uh, brewing equipment and the, and the layout so. yeah well my favorite breweries are the ones that constantly go through different beers so when they run out of beer they got another one that's coming on that makes it different it's fun to come back uh, and things constantly change so the second brewery i did was the same system as this porter brewing q brewery which is a five barrel system uh, we get a little bit more out of that it's about 1500 to 1800 pints per batch but that might last a month two months and then it's gone forever until we make uh, something else 1,500 pints don't go away in a weekend? <laughs> it depends who's there. If you're there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been since what was it, what was the official kind of opening or, or soft opening? Yeah, the official soft opening was right at the beginning of April, and I'll oh, t- that's not that long ago then. Not that long ago, but we were one of the restaurants that people had heard about us for so long because of our construction took so long, and it's the first brewery in Dunwoody that man we had a long line out the door. There is a wait, and uh, we've gone through the whole opening cycle now. So we are we are now ready for people to come back and try us. Our food's good. We fixed all the kinks. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what's going on here. Yeah. Food is delicious for sure. Yeah, it really is. Expectations were super high, and, and that's sometimes hard to live up to. If there's that long of a wait, people getting in here, and then you're also kind of training new staff and everything. So I don't envy you doing this, man. This is uh, – I don't know how I couldn't be couldn't be sleeping in the back. Oh, it's tough. And yeah. re- reviews were all over the place when we first opened, but now you're just looking at our Google reviews. It's it's, it's changed. Um, you know, people people are giving us five stars. People are, people are liking us. Um, like I said, I'll say it again. Now's the time to come back and, and give us a second chance. Yeah. I mean, we purposely didn't even advertise, and we still haven't really advertised or pushed the uh, social media button. But that's now in the works, and we should see. S- be out there and uh, be doing some specials and uh, hopefully bringing some people in for a free beer or two here and there once we uh, hit that button. Yeah, for we're sure. Ex- we're gonna Pass them along to us. We'll put them out, too. Friends of Porter deal. <laughs> if you're yeah. listening to this and, and you uh, and you want a free beer, just come in. <laughs> is, that how, is that how it works? Mention what's up, Dunwoody, and get a free beer. You, you have to do it within. <laughs> we already that live. Yeah, we, you have to do it within two days of hearing this, right? <laughs> of our recording it. Nice. Matt won't release it for three days. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you want to guys gonna want to get into bourbon? Yeah. So we talked about this on the last podcast, but we were trying to be a bourbon bar for Dunwoody too, and it's not really trying. We are one. We have over a hundred different types of bourbons. Uh, we got some rare bourbons. Uh, actually, we got a, a, a stiller here today to talk about uh, some particular bourbons that we have, and we're going to taste it. And we got some some bourbons that are just allocated for once a year at a restaurant. We're going to taste it, and uh, you know, you guys are the color. We're going to talk about it. See what you guys think. All right, All right let's, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so, with our for our tasting here today, we got Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics and the uh, distribution crew Trace and Marty. So, we're going to try some good stuff. This is the rare, the rarest of the rare, right? How many bottles of this uh, bourbon are made? So, we're about to try a bourbon called Willet Bourbon. And just bring it back to the, the restaurant, we get special allocations that it's really hard for individuals to get. So, if you're bourbon people, you should come check us out because we got some pretty cool stuff that you might not be able to get yourself. Again, this bourbon is called Willet, and it's a uh, only 203 bottles were made of this, so it's pretty rare. But what we're doing, just like all the TV shows where you see people taste different beer, you see people taste different bourbon or food, that's what we're doing here. So we're going to taste it right now. Let me hear you guys' thoughts about it. All right, here we go. All right, let's do it. Well, first off, smell-wise, it smells a little bit like green olives to me, which I like. Anybody else agree with that? Well, you can see this. This is the Willet. Willet is their six-year that they release only like every couple of years as well. Um, it talks like, yeah, you've got to... When you have something with like this, it comes with single barrels. This they have to age. They have to know this, so it's not released every year. Uh, that's another thing on this that I like was Olympics, talking about. Yeah, the yeah, Olympics yeah, every four years. Basically, yeah, it's Olympics of, of alcohol. World Cup, depending on how you go. That's what I'm competing in all the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, really nice. Yeah, Will is one of the oldest families in Kentucky as well, uh, making bourbons and stuff. They've sold more property than they than we've ever seen to other distillers. Uh, you ever been to Kentucky and see the the, the barrel the barrel houses? They lined up look like prison houses, but they're so far apart. Jim Beam had a big fire recently. A one old barrel house went forty five thousand barrels. 
gone. What a waste. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> but they keep them so far apart that no embers and like that could catch on to another one because that could be like a domino effect disaster. Yeah. For everybody. It would look hilarious though, but it would be bad for them. Yeah. You know your bourbon's really good when it's handwritten on the bottle what number of the total number of bottles your bottle is. And we're, what, 63 of 203? That's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it's like an art piece. It is. Well, back to the restaurant. That's kind of what we wanted to do with it. We could go spend 20 grand on art when we first built this restaurant, or we could go have a huge selection of bourbon. Might cost the same amount. And we went with the second. It's pretty. So if you guys come in and see what it, it looks pretty. like. <laughs> well, you ready to taste this, Will it? We're, I think we're a step ahead of you back here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I, I'm just looking at the proof. It's 124 proof which is pretty darn strong <laughs> but it's really good it's really smooth it's it's great great flavor <laughs> i'm not working the rest of the day <laughs> but, so you're but, saying i should have spent less money on my artwork in my office and more on bourbon for my adult patients after they get braces yes is that as long as adult should? patients yeah. adult patients of course <laughs> He's the pain. you have more patience <laughs> Bite down on this and, and take a shot of this. So I need to give my adult patients a gift card to Porter's after they finish. They can come here and be all good. We can barter. Sounds right. great. Perfect. You know what? Instead of using laughing gas, just throw them over here. <laughs> Quick presentation. We can, we can make this all work out. This is good. Yeah. When do you need braces? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got six kids. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. all did, and they, some of them still do. So. <laughs> You got some grandkids that might need some Invisalign. Yeah, I got one really beautiful one. So, thanks to Alan. <clears throat> only one so far? Only one. Yeah. Well, only one beautiful one, but you've got like six or seven grandkids. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so ask some of the experts what what makes a good bourbon. Oh man, I mean, honestly, one of the biggest things that makes a good bourbon is uh, the water. The water source is crucial. I mean, Kentucky. Uh, one of the big things is that limestone water that they utilize. Um, now where my bourbon comes from is actually we use, utilize uh, water straight from the Rocky Mountains. So it's that really clean water that, that gets that flavoring. So I, I would personally believe that water as well as ingredients that you utilize are crucial to a, a good bourbon. Who would have thought water and ingredients? <laughs> <laughs> it does seem kind of simple, but you know. Yeah, there's, it, it, it seems very simple, but there's a, there's a tremendous science behind it. I mean. Uh, one of the big things is uh, it goes all the way down to, for example, the types of barrels you use. You know, uh, there are a lot of distilleries that are pushing re to get product out as quickly as possible. So what they'll wind up doing is they'll wind up using smaller barrels. Uh, but there's a science behind the actual aging of whiskey to where uh, the product inside the barrel actually has to sit. It has to sit for a certain amount of time. And no matter how small of a barrel or how big of a barrel you get, it doesn't change the fact that that product inside, the ingredient inside, has to have that time to sit. So with a lot of these whiskeys that are aged in uh, smaller barrels, you get this very, very green tasting flavor that, I mean, it's, it's essentially, to me, um, equivalent to like a skunked wine, but not, it's not skunked by any means. But uh, what I'm trying to say is when you taste a bad wine, a skunked wine, that flavor and will never ever leave your brain. So you'll always know it whenever you taste wine. Same same for me with whiskey. If you taste a green whiskey, one that hasn't had time to sit and rest, you taste a greenness on it. And, um, there's there's definitely a science behind that. So. So I think we all know that like Kentucky, Tennessee are very popular for distilleries. When did Colorado become popular? For um, man. 
I'm not entirely too sure when Colorado got too popular. Uh, I will say this, it was definitely before weed became a very, very popular thing in Colorado, before the legalization of it. You know, as much as uh, we compete against them, we do have to give a little credit to companies like Stranahan and Leopold Brothers because of their ability to change the distillation laws in Colorado uh, to the point where Colorado has now become almost a mecca of distillation on the West Coast. So, I mean, you've got you've got us, Woody Creek, you've got Breckenridge, you've got Stranahan's, you've got Leopold Brothers, you've got countless other distilleries that are opening up left and right in Colorado, just like it, the, the beer industry did when they uh, changed the laws there. So it's huge. Bring this around full circle. We're talking about the water and the quality of the, the whiskey. It's the same thing for beer, actually. That's why around the country, typically the best places that make beer have the best water, like uh, New York, Chicago. I think pizza, right? Who's got the good pizza? Yeah. They'll have good beer, too. Atlanta. Atlanta has Atlanta great has, water. has one of the best waters and, for uh, beer. That's why I'd say you know our beer is better than what you can buy in the grocery store from around the country because of, we got such great water here. It's pretty interesting. Now, is that because we're all from Atlanta and we're just used to that taste? Because I'll go down to, like... Uh, <laughs> But Savannah or something like Hilton that. Head, yeah, yeah I want to spit <laughs> yeah. out the water, you know. <laughs> exactly. But I love like ta- like tap water around here. My wife is always trying to be like, "Oh, get it from the fridge where it's filtered out." I'm like, "No, straight from the hose," you know. Well, for the second tasting, to get you guys' opinions, this one's interesting. This is a single malt whiskey, but it's actually from England, so it's a little bit different. It's called Cotswolds. It's called Cotswolds. We're gonna taste it real quickly and get you guys' opinions. It sounds like a Harry Potter name. Somebody explain what, <laughs> what the difference between well, a single and a double is. Do- double. Uh, uh, single. Well, anytime you say single malt or uh, single barrel, anything like that, it comes from a single distillery. It's really, it's really with a single it's distills it out. So, so it's not, it's not blended with no place. And there's no two, two distilleries working on the same thing. It comes from that one facility. Doesn't touch anywhere else. Uh, this Cotswolds you're, you're having there, um, it's all local barley grown in, in the Cotswolds section of England. They, they use all their own products. They have their great water source as well, and it's a. Um, they're famous. Yeah. They're known for their gin, but they're uh, <laughs> they're getting to be known for their bourbon as well. There goes Trey from Moondog Growlers. <laughs> <laughs> I know awesome. he should come over. Yeah, he should come over. <laughs> Do you know Trey? Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he he stepped on your explanation a little bit, but uh, maybe he's parking the car. We should get him over here. I'll text him. I think him. he's looking at the bourbon. Yeah, yeah I think he, he is, was too. ready to come. Also, yeah. also, the thing with whiskeys and whiskeys and bourbons, bourbon has a definite definition. It used to be only from Kentucky. Now it's kind of many. It's a U.S. product, but it has to be 51% corn on the mash bill, and then it could be anything else. Uh, a lot of people use a lot of corn. Any other any other whiskeys, grains, all the way like this, they have to be called whiskeys, not bourbons, no matter where they're from. So the Woody Creek that he's going to have with, the, with that, they grow, grow their own corn. They have their own own produce, their own grains, and everything. So they control the supply line. That's important. And last but not least, this is what Marty brought. He's a uh, he is from Woody Creek Distillery. So that's what we're tasting right now. This is last but not least, and maybe you can talk a little bit about your bourbon for yeah, absolutely. Quick I mean, seconds. so one of the cool things about our distillery uh, is that we actually, first of all, I mean. Uh, the actual land where we grow a lot of our stuff is actually on Hunter S. Thompson's former property. So nice. uh, if there's some acid in it, I apologize. Um, but the, It'll help us with our gonzo <laughs> journalism over here at, at What's Up Dunwoody. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the big thing that we do is we actually do grow everything. So you, when you said you can, we control the supply line, we, we really do. I mean, uh, our, our own hands are in every step of the process. So 
you know, our bourbon is going to be a high weeded bourbon, but the, uh, the big thing is all of these grains are grown in Colorado by us. So, for example, it's uh, going to be a four grain, so it's corn, wheat, barley, as well as rye. Um, the corn and the wheat we both grow in Frutia, Colorado. The rye we grow ourselves in Boulder, and then the uh, barley grows all over. And going a little bit in touch with the restaurant, you know, one of the big things that we do with our barley is typically with beer production, uh, the barley utilized is going to be two grain. Uh, or, sorry, excuse me, two row, whereas we use six row barley, uh, which is typically used for livestock feed. But uh, it definitely impacts the flavoring on it, and you'll get that very, very uh, pronounced honey nose on our, on our uh, bourbon and cereal notes from it. So it definitely makes a huge impact in it. I'm going to steal all that. I'm going to say, aha, this tastes like a six-row grown. <laughs> Live, livestock feed. That's really yes. Yeah. Uh, You're as good as livestock. The livestock smell. Cheers, guys. What do you think? That good. Smells great. I definitely yeah. taste the honey in it. And it's not, I mean, it's not yeah. uh, overbearing. It's smoothest. Now that you yeah. said that, it's really nice. very smooth. Yeah. I do think it's the smoothest. Yeah. Yeah, this is Woody Creek bourbon. And, uh, yeah, you guys, all three that we're talking about today, we got at the restaurant. So come on over and see what you think. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like everyone comes here and drinks beer, but yeah. you have such a great bourbon selection that I think everyone needs to give it a second look. I, th- I think we need, we need to have a bourbon night. You know, like everybody knows maybe we cut bourbon prices down and uh, between... You're saying half-price bourbon? Yeah, <laughs> right, something like that. Maybe, maybe we'll, pick it, we'll figure it out. Like I said, we're going to start a new promotion, so just, uh, make sure you follow us on, on the social media. And you'll- well, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for having us out here. And uh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, Yeah, that was awesome. We always love you guys. Thanks, thanks for looking out for us. We appreciate it. Here's a last toast. Last toast. Get those clinks on on the mic.